1: So so, what happened? How did you hear about
0: it? Uh, It was crazy. So I'm sitting at my desk at work, and literally within the space of like two minutes, I got probably maybe 45 messages. (laughs) You're lying. You're you're exaggerating. 45. There's there's Drake on campus, and it was like, no, 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 like fake news. Right. (laughs) But um. People were posting Snapchats and Instagram so we're like, Yeah, better better go check this out. Right. Everyone wait, thought, wait, hold on. So
1: did you leave class early? Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Drake. yeah. It was God's plan, right? Yeah. You had to if you were uh, here. Uh,
0: once in a lifetime. <laughs> Alfin, can you say that you saw Drake at your school? For free. Um, and, right. <laughs> so we all we all sort of ran to where we thought he was. There were like potential sightings all around campus and uh yeah, after about a 25-minute wait, we saw him, and then he performed God's Plan.
2: So
1: he, he actually performed. Yeah. So was he shooting the video at the same time? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So that's what it was. okay. Yeah. It was and cheap. he gave a scholarship, too, I think. Yeah. yeah he gave, like, $50,000. Yeah, he, like. he was $1 giving $1.
3: money away yeah. all over the city. Yeah. He went to the grocery store. Yeah. I can't—it was a close—one close, one close by. Miami, Dave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, Free groceries for everybody in there. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Mm-hmm. Man, Drake, if you're listening, Orange Air, we're we'll <laughs> <I have> <laughs> some <laughs> of that. some of that support. <laughs> So introduce yourselves. we got Jared, Samuel, and Kathleen. Um, Yeah, I'm Jared. I run track and field here at U. At the U. Where
3: are you from? Oh, I'm from Maryland. I'm from Clarksburg, Maryland. Um, Seems like a small town, but it's about 30 minutes from D.C., 30 minutes from Baltimore, so we're right in between. Um, Those are the perks of Maryland. You're right next to D.C. Uh, everybody who knows me knows I I rap Maryland hard.
1: Yeah. Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, uh, I'm Sam. Um, I, <laughs> I'm I'm on the distance team here at uh, University of Miami. So track and cross country. Um, originally from New Jersey. Um, 45 minutes from New York, I don't have too much wonderful things to say about this state, so I'll leave it at that.
1: Kathleen, uh, and you're from Ohio, right? You yeah. can tell by the accent. Yeah, it's, definitely Ohio. it's
0: uh, just, just a little drive away. You're right. um, so I'm, I'm Kathleen, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. I'm on the rowing team here at Miami. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a little further from New York and Maryland than you guys, but Melbourne is awesome, I
1: definitely recommend everyone
3: to go visit. <laughs> so, uh, year and major? Uh, I'm a freshman, a political science major. I'm
1: also a freshman, I'm a computer science major.
0: And I'm a sophomore, of finance and
1: accounting. Cool, wait hold on, you two, the two freshmen, Samuel and Jerry, aren't you all roommates? Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on,
2: how's, how's that going? Oh, um, pretty well, we <laughs> had, so like, actually we started off, um, he, We both had pretty bad roommates to start off the year. Uh, Mine would stay up till like wee hours of night just like playing video games or whatever. Like I couldn't sleep. Fortnite. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Um, And so Jared had a pretty bad situation. Mm -hmm. And so we eventually, we like went through the process and got put in a room together. And the nice thing about our new room is that you can move around the furniture so, we have our desks, like, facing each other with our beds, and it's, it's like we have our own little, like, cove, our own little part of the room. So, it, it works out pretty well. That's yeah. cool.
1: Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, we
3: echo those sentiments. Yeah. It's going pretty well, well. It's nice. It's much better than the other dorms
1: that we yeah. were in. So, it's good. It's going well. Excellent. And so, are you living on campus?
0: I'm living off campus. You're off campus. Yeah, so, was... when did
1: you move off campus? Uh,
0: summer last year. Okay. So, right after, right after spring.
1: So, how would you compare it to living on and off? Which Ooh, one do you prefer?
0: Definitely off campus. Seriously. so I live with some teammates and also some golfers, so we have a pretty student athlete house, which is good because we all wake up too bloody early and we uh, <laughs> go to bed pretty pretty early as well. But um, nice little perk is that we, you know, we live about a five-minute bike ride from campus, and we have a pool in the backyard, so it's definitely helpful in uh, in the Miami weather. So. <laughs> Head horn, jump in the pool, and then uh, get some work done.
1: That's great. So uh, one of the things you said that piqued my interest, you live with some golfers. I do. Now, have you tried to pick up the game?
0: I tried it and I failed. <laughs> uh, that's, that's why I uh, stick with rowing because I'm terrible with ball sports. So I gave it a crack, and that's when my PGA Tour ended.
1: <laughs> so uh, recently moving here from Pittsburgh, i am really got the golf bug now. Now that I can play all year round. Now my game hasn't shown that I've been playing more often, but I'm sticking with it and I'm really truly enjoying the game. So off wax, we had a conversation about to throw or not to throw. We gotta bring it on wax. So we're talking about throw pillows. So who are who's on the side of throw pillows?
2: hundred oh, no,
1: percent. <laughs> no, no throw pillows.
2: I'm a big throw pillow guy. <laughs> it's a waste. A waste no. of space. It's not a waste. It's okay. So the way I see it, you have <laughs> your bed has two different modes. You have night mode and day mode. The way you know it's day mode is you have your th- throw pillows on there. You can still take a nap on your bed with your throw pillows on there. It's not a big deal, and you know when you lay down and there's throw pillows on your bed, it's nap time. <laughs> When you take those pillows off, now, at night you know it's nighttime. You know it's t- time for bed, and like you get used to it. and It's like it. Like I feel like psychologically it helps. But wouldn't you say your bed's more comfortable without the throw pillows? So why not just take a comfortable nap? No, because there's no nothing better pillows. in the middle of the day when I come back to my room and I can like fall down into my throw pillows. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great. And Kathleen, you're throwing,
0: correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, apart from the aesthetic of throw pillows, um, you know when I fight with my roommate, I can just hit her with some throw pillows. So. <laughs> I don't know what else is better than that. So.
1: Pretty cool. So uh, so you are a freshman, uh, you're a junior. Sophomore. Sophomore, you, you're finishing up your sophomore year, going yeah. through a junior year. So how are you all balancing being a student athlete? Who wants to go first?
3: Uh, I'll start. Um, so the way our practice schedule works, we both have the same practice schedule, yeah. me and Sam. Uh, we have practice at uh, six every day, and like it, six a.m. six yeah, a.m. Yeah, 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 not yeah, p.m. yeah, that's important. We have, that's uh, important. We have practice six p.m. Yeah, that's nothing. Six a.m. Yeah. every day. So at first I thought this would be like the worst thing on earth, but um, it's actually not been that not too bad um, because we're down and out of like athletics around nine thirty, you know. So then we have the rest of our day, so it gives you time to do everything you want to do. Only bad thing is you have to go to sleep early every night, but you get a good night's rest. Um, but yeah, so it's. It's tough at, at times when, like, classes get hard, but um, all of the things that you do in athletics and in, in class makes it all worth it,
1: so. So, you have practice at 6. What time is your alarm set for? My, I got, like, so five I, alarms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am about to say, how does that work? So I've
2: got one at 5.15, which I've been pretty bad about lately. I've just been hitting snooze on that one. <laughs> Because I have another one at 5.30 and Jared also has one at 5.30. Your
1: first one's at 5.30. My first
3: one's at 5.20. 5.20. So how do you but feel But I, I ignore that one. Energy. I don't know. I usually don't hear it. Or I do hear it and I'm like, oh, I still got like 10 minutes. So I'm okay. fine. <laughs> <I'm> Go <going> back <laughs> to sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so usually like if I'm feeling extreme, like a bit extra lethargic one day, like... I'll wait like literally until like Jared leaves the room, and it'll be like five forty-five, five fifty when I get out of bed, and I just like throw my clothes on, run outside, like get my bike, and just haul over to practice because oh, those extra minutes of sleep is so worth it. So, uh, so what time you all try to get to bed? I try nine thirty ten yeah, o'clock. Try lights but, out yeah. at like nine thirty, and then by time I shut phone off and everything hopefully i can fall asleep that early
1: yeah so i, I am a morning person and i'm naturally asleep right around 9 30 10, so that will work for me kathleen are you a morning or night person
0: absolutely morning morning person okay yeah so yeah, we uh we have a pretty similar training schedule we actually start at 5 30 of a morning um and then we have another practice later on in the day so so like this morning we go down to the boathouse um my first alarm's actually at 4.10, which is a little sad. Oh, 4.10. Man. and then 4.20, that's sort of when I have to get out of bed. But, you know, it's definitely a lot easier when I know I've got coffee going in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 4.10, bus leaves at 5.30 from campus, head over, do some rowing, come back, and then, you know, go to class, do all of that fun stuff, and then back in the afternoon for another weight session or a cross-training session. So, yeah. Um, I would enjoy the luxury of leaving athletics in the morning but uh, you know, sometimes it is tough going between classes and then practice and then Mm. seemingly back to practice or back to have some conditioning or physiotherapy Mm. done as as I'm sure you guys are aware. But, you know, I've I've been doing this for so long and and I feel like I sort of need this to, to be structured when I don't have practice on or I don't have classes for a couple of days I, I definitely get a little frazzled because I'm like oh sh-, you know what am I doing with my day um, I feel very unproductive if I don't get up before 6am so and I'm sure you guys can agree yeah, yeah. but yeah it's, it's good I wouldn't trade it for the world
2: yeah I find on my weeks off or whenever we have off I don't really know what to do with myself <laughs> I have all this like extra energy at the end of the day and I like I have all this extra time too because and in the week like if I'm not running or in class or in study hall working I'm in the training room like fixing something that's wrong with my body or just like taking care of myself so I'll be extra ready for the next day and when I'm not training like I feel like all that time like I have nothing to do with it yeah. so
1: <laughs> and so speaking of time off you all just recently got off a spring break mm-hmm. yeah how was your spring break um, the whole whopping
3: four days of it it was good <laughs> it was nice why only, why only four days uh, we started practice again because okay. we yeah. had a, we had a meet the following weekend of break um, so yeah but the four it was a nice four days I relaxed a lot did you stay local I stayed, stayed yeah, yeah. I stayed okay. stayed in Miami stayed on campus um, it was the campus was empty so that was a nice part the only negative part was, the only dining hall open was uh, 15 minutes across campus, so I had gotcha. to walk there every day to eat, and but, it closed at 7pm, yeah, yeah. so um, hours weren't too good. But it was a nice break, I went to the beach a lot, relaxed a lot, had a good
1: time, so it was good. Kathleen, did you stay local?
0: I did, so uh, you guys got four days of spring break, I actually got one, <laughs> pretty nice. We had, we had a training camp, uh, so we stayed local for the first couple of days, um, did three a day sessions, and then actually scooted up to Tennessee, had our first race um, for the last couple of days of spring break, so wasn't as relaxing as yours, um, but at least I didn't have to worry about the old dining hall <laughs> situation, so... I guess that was a bit of a plus.
1: So, how did you all perform in Tennessee?
0: Yeah, pretty good. Um, So, like I said, it was our first race of the season. Um, Wasn't really sure what to expect. Bloody cold. (laughs) Uh, Considering I've gotten used to the Miami weather, it was, for me, it was one degree Celsius, which is like 30 30, Fahrenheit. Yeah, Yeah. 33 Fahrenheit in the mornings. Um, And when you wake up and it's 70 degrees outside, (laughs) it's a different (laughs) lifestyle. Um, But yeah, we were all really happy. Great way
2: to start the season and excited for our next race in a couple of weeks. And Sam, did you remain local? I did, yeah. I actually uh, went camping in the Everglades uh, for the first weekend, which was really cool. I did some astrophotography. Uh, Yeah, posted that on Instagram, so if you want to check it out, (laughs) it's (laughs) Sammy J. Fleish, Yeah, shout out. But yeah, that was really fun. And then I went to the beach one more day and vegged out for my last day off and back to the training schedule.
1: And speaking of the beach, did you all hear about the the drama that was going on in mm. South Beach? All the fights, it was crazy.
2: Yeah. Oh, I did see some of it. Yeah,
3: videos. I see it all over. I stayed away from South Beach though. I was yeah. on. I went to the beach to relax, so I went yeah. to you know keep Biscayne, the, Okay. The, the, the more local ones that not all the visitors really know about. <laughs> but yeah, well, I saw well, it all on Twitter. Well, it, was, yeah. it was the beach was packed, <laughs> and when everybody left, it was packed with trash. But. Yeah,
1: it looked it looked interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard the uh so the, the city officials of Miami got together and start to strategize on how they're gonna combat that. I know they're beefing up the uh police officers and yeah, I know they they're gonna try to eliminate that. Yeah. And so it's probably what another one or two weeks two of weeks, spring yeah. break for other folks like who are coming weeks. here. Yeah, yeah, one or two weeks. Sam, you spoke about photography. So you have a love for photography. I did. Where did that yeah. come from? When did I start?
2: Um to be honest, I don't, exactly, I can't pinpoint it. I mean, my mom's a photographer too. She has to, like a little side business hobby type thing going on. Um, so I always grew up with her doing that. And then I just thought it would be something cool to get into like four years ago. And then got a camera that was like the rest, the rest is history, yeah.
1: Is there something particularly particular like to shoot?
2: Um, landscapes, um, definitely wilderness, outdoors, that type of stuff. Um, oh, my favorite thing, though, is I have this uh, case for my camera. So, like, it's a water housing, and back home, we get some pretty good waves, so I can go out, swim um, in the ocean when it's, like, six-foot waves, seven-foot waves, and then get some cool, like, barrel shots, shoot the surfers that are swimming there. It's Yeah, that's definitely my favorite. That
1: sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Now, out of YouTube, do you all have any hobbies or interests the masses may not be aware of? <laughs> mm. Mm,
3: my only not really i mean i just do my school my sport my passion (laughs) (laughs) i don't really um nope that's about it
0: well mine's not as exciting as photography but um i really enjoy fixing things especially fixing my bike (laughs) i don't have a car over here because i haven't quite mastered how to drive on the right side of the road (laughs) um but back home there was nothing better than coming home after, you know, working a full week or being in school or rowing a, a whole bunch and then coming home and, and just tinkering around. I had this 1991 Toyota Corolla that was passed down from my grandmother. It was this manual, no airbags, like the perfect first car. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first got it, it was like, it was driving on a waterbed. And so, you know, my dad and I spent a couple weekends taking apart the engine, taking apart the struts, replacing them, changing the oil, changing, yeah. your, you know, learning how to fix the tire, stuff like that. So, yeah, finding finding that sort of stuff to keep me busy is what I like.
1: That's pretty cool. So I just got my battery change. I didn't know I should have just called you instead of anything <laughs> yeah. could have yeah. saved some learning, money, right? <laughs> so you have a, a bicycle here or actually a motorcycle?
0: Uh, it's just a push bike. Okay, okay. Yeah, just a fixie.
1: Very nice, very nice. So if you all could watch only one movie for the next thirty days. Anytime you want to watch a movie, I'm giving you thirty days. This is yeah. an easy out. Thirty days. What movie are you going to? Every time you want to watch a movie, you got you going to one. I call not going first this time. <laughs> 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 it's definitely
0: miracle. have you guys seen
1: it? Uh yeah, yeah the Ice Hockey movie yeah. <laughs> it's iconic oh. in my family. Okay. Okay. <laughs> miracle.
2: Oh, for me! uh oh, that that reminds me. Okay, definitely Forrest Gump. Oh, that <laughs> was a huge Forrest Gump thing. Give us a line. That's My accent's really bad. I did dress My up as like a a uh, Forrest Gump for a Halloween. Did job. you? My outfit was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Like I had the hat. I had the Bubba Gump shrimp hat.
1: What? You is it on IG? No, it
2: isn't. But you got to add it to IG. So now we're gonna I'll, be I'll add you. it to the Instagram. Which Instagram again? Sammy J Fresh. There it is. There it is, <laughs> Jerry.
3: Um. It'd have to be the classic Lion King. The classic Lion King would be my, my movie for the rest for the next thirty days. I haven't watched it in a while, so it'd be good to watch. Yeah, that's a great movie. hmm
1: That's a great Mufasa symbol. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. Great. So the next thirty days, musical artist. who y'all going to? Drake. Drake.
2: Wait, is this who we're listening to? Or yeah. Who are we, oh, who are we 30 listening 30 days. To? Yeah,
1: who are you going to? 30 days. Oh. Every time you want to listen to Ugh. music. In the I morning, when you hit hitting so that snooze many. button.
2: <laughs> when you're
1: going to bed. Before you go to bed at 9.30 at night. Who are you rocking?
2: Um. Uh. I got to shout out this band that I found back home. Some of my friends back home made it. It's called Phone Boy. I only I only have one song right now. It's called Acid Girl, and it's my favorite song. So right 30
1: now. Days Straight. So I appreciate the shout out to the home team. Yeah, well 30 Days yeah. Straight, anytime I listen to music, you're going to listen to one song?
2: Oh, oh, no, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> but still shout out to um, Yeah. I'm a big fan of everything. Um in the locker room, I've been bumping a lot of Diddy lately. Bad boy for life. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And nothing, nothing we gets you going, going, going in the morning before. A tempo or like that.
1: Bad boy yeah. for life. That's pretty. That's a pretty funny video. With, uh, have you seen the video? I haven't. You should have to look it out with. Uh, oh, it? You <laughs> yeah, I just check like it out. the song. Yeah, no, you should check it makes it. the video. It's like funny. a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you going to?
0: Uh, I reckon it's definitely gonna be Vance Joy. Um, uh, have you, yeah. Australian Yes, he's an Australian guy. Uh, big fan. Very chill. That's what I'm listening to when I hit the snooze button at 10 plus 4 in the morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you all, it's still pretty early. You have time to think about it. But have you all kind of mapped out what you want to do after school? Um, at least at this
2: stage?
3: Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, hopefully, after uh, my four years here in Miami, I want to either go um, to DC or New York. And go to law school and um, hopefully become a civil rights attorney after that for a good portion of my life um, I have my life pretty planned out after <laughs> after after being an attorney for a little while um, I want to run for uh, public office so make sure you look out for that name Jared Lee um, either Senate uh, House of Representatives um, I then want to be a president of a university. Um, <laughs> And after that stage in my life, uh, I hope to come back to uh, university and be a professor, uh, probably poli sci professor, of course. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I I picture my life going, um, inspiring people, you know, giving people an opportunity, stuff like that. And so, how long have you had that picture for your, your, um, your future? This my passion for politics and 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 law kind of started in tenth grade after my first like government class and like, my government teacher he was probably one of the best teachers i ever had kind of inspired me and showed me the power of government and politics and stuff like that so ever since then i knew like that's what i wanted to do um it took me like a couple of internships to see that um i really wanted to be um uh, uh hold public office um but yeah that's really where it all started in 10th grade and um, ever since then it's just been a passion of mine and it, and something I do every summer, something I think about every day, and hope to keep
1: doing. Very nice. Vote for Jerry Lee. <laughs> do you have your slogan yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Can we think of a slogan? Ooh, putting nice us on the spot. We can take oh, it yeah. back. Jared, Jerry, yeah. he's our man. If can't do it, no one can. I think be Jared Lee.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I had one. I ran for a position called Student Member of the Board, and it was, the acronym was called SMOB. And my slogan was Jared Lee the SMOP for me, so I thought that was pretty good. I put a little bitmoji on a sticker. <laughs> nice, nice.
2: Sam? Um, so, the computer science field or major gives you a very straightforward road. I mean, get out of college, get a coding job. And then after that, I'm not really sure. I just know that I don't want to sit behind a desk for the rest of my life. So... I'm kinda gonna see where life takes me. I definitely wanna start my own thing and work for myself, so hopefully someday I'll have my own company. I don't know what that might entail yet, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> you think you would enjoy photography photography as a profession?
2: Yes, um, that's one thing I thought about a lot. If I have the opportunity to make that my full-time profession and live comfortably, then I will absolutely pursue that. I'll drop computer science, but for the meantime, Computer science much safer. Yeah, yeah, but that. But you can
1: pursue pursue them both because it's
2: something it's something right. I still love. So right. I'll keep photography as a hobby until maybe it won't be.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Excellent. But go for it. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Kathleen. Uh,
0: so I reckon um, after I finish undergrad, I want to definitely do a master's program. So I actually I thoroughly enjoy learning. So I'm going to try and stick in school for as long as I mm-hmm. can, as donkey as that sounds i um, still trying to decide if I want to do the whole law school path but uh, like you said I've got a couple of years to think about it um, ideally I'd stay in the US um, and pursue more of like a consulting position I you know I like solving problems I like helping people out so if I can help people out with their finances and you know advise on different business positions you know that's that's the sort of stuff that brings me joy and it can obviously help a lot of people as they embark on a new you know part of their life so yeah see how that see how that goes see where that takes me <laughs>
1: wonderful so you three are the very first interns of Orange Arrow here in South Florida that is a huge milestone mm-hmm. for the organization for me personally it's been really great to get to know you all individually and so with our mission being coaching young student-athletes to aim for success off the field, off the court, out of the pool, wherever the case may be. Can you all speak to about the importance of being successful outside of your sport? Um, I think um, what the organization does and
3: the importance of of what you just mentioned is is because a lot of the times, a lot of student-athletes and athletes um, always have a, a narrow focus on just their sport. And we often forget about um, how uh, not to sign like pessimistic, but how l- low the chances that we go professional, if you know what I mean yeah, and, it's and, real. and not to be a pessimist, but it is a very small percent of, of athletes that end up being professional and making money off their sport, a, a good decent amount of money. So I think that um, it's our job to, to really show them and inform them and you know help them see other, paths for themselves because there's other things that you could do that involve sport um you know like even if you're not being an athlete you could be athletic trainer you could be broadcaster you could be all these different things um and maybe even not with sport maybe you'll find another passion i think um like what this organization organization does especially working with younger kids um really helps start that early so that when they're in high school or in college they're not completely lost like oh my God, I'm not going to be a professional athlete. What am I going to do now? I've been told my whole life I can be. So I think that it's important that we do show them, especially at such a young age, that you have so many options and being a student athlete is only a benefit. Um, I think a lot of times people think it's a burden. Kathleen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> bridging off what you said, um, I think it's really cool that anytime you pick up a sport, either from a young age or whether you start in high school, you get that extra level of confidence that... You necessarily wouldn't have unless you, you you know participated in a sport or a team sport whether that's like I said a team sport or individual but I think what Orange Arrow does and why I wanted as soon as I learned about it I wanted to be part of it is that with that extra confidence we're teaching these kids to bring it back to the community that mm-hmm. they're from and really use that influence that they have whether mm-hmm. it's because they scored the winning touchdown in their local high school footy game and, and you know, that people recognize the name or or the high school that they can make such a profound impact on their community and we're teaching them skills and all of these awesome qualities that make them a leader that they can pass on to their to their mates to their family as well um and that yeah you know what ultimately you might not necessarily end up as a professional athlete and sometimes that's the best thing that could happen because it opens the doors to so many other opportunities that you wouldn't necessarily think of when you're trying to embark on that you know narrowly focused ideal situation of becoming a professional athlete but I think with all of the qualities that you learn from such a young age facilitated through the Orange Arrow program you know the opportunities are endless for change makers and um, youth in our community to you know challenge
2: norms and, and, you know, rewrite history. And I I think that's really, really cool. Awesome. Bring it home, Sam. Uh, I don't think there's much more I could say other than Jared and uh, Kathleen have mentioned already. But I think one thing that's worth noting is how unpredictable life is. I mean, even if you're the best football Mm -hmm. player in the country, you're ranked number one, or basketball prospect, anything like that, all it takes is one horrible accident, one slip of your step, who knows? and that could all be flushed down the toilet basically and it's so important to have something else that you can turn to if something sad like that happens and maybe the other thing that you kept in the back like maybe my photography someday will become your main thing and maybe you'll find that instead when you were focusing on football or track or whatever you were focusing on you realize what you love more was what you're doing off the field and in the classroom, and there's nothing wrong with that, um, and you'll end up being better for it. So,
1: Great. Kathleen, Sam, Jerry, thank you all. Thank you all last before we end I give you a shout out man that's a pretty cool t-shirt Sam is that a pizza uh, sleeping <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's
2: a little character sleeping in a pizza that's pretty really cool yes. Russ is his pillow
1: <laughs> thank y'all for your time it's all about the you Yeah, thank, thank you, you.